Hey everyone, this is Dave DeBow from the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast, here with another special Real Estate Investment Club Spotlight interview. And today, zooming in with us is Chris Forsyth, who represents the Joplin area, RIA, based out of... Good afternoon. Joplin. What's that? Yep, you got it. Thanks yeah. for having me on, Dave. My pleasure. So you're zooming in from Missouri, is that correct? We are. So, yeah. So Joplin, Missouri. So I'm at the Kansas side. I've got an office in Kansas and I live in Missouri. So I'm right on that line. But yeah, so Missouri it is. All right, Missouri. Perfect. So tell us a little bit about the club, when you guys got started, how many folks you got as part of your membership, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So it goes back about three years ago. It was a group, about four to six investors, just meeting, meeting at a, at a restaurant. I'm just chatting about real estate. Mm-hmm. That went on for about a couple of years and then COVID hit. So that group kind of dissolved, if you would say that. There was still a Facebook group, mm-hmm. but it kind of quit meeting and all that. So I came in at the end of the COVID thing. It was like, how can we get the group back to meeting, get reengaged and all that? And so earlier this year, we've actually formed the official group, joined the National RIA. And so we've kicked things back off after the whole, you know, shutdown and all that. So yeah, that's wonderful. Things started again this year. Well, that's wonderful. That's a hats off to you for starting up something even bigger and better, you know, in spite of COVID and all that terrible stuff. So right, uh, Chris, how many, how many folks have you got in the membership at this point? I know you're just getting things started, just getting things rolling. Yeah. So we have a monthly meeting and I can get into that a little bit, but I think our group, our Facebook group, where I just checked it, we're like at 287 on, on the group as far as that we kind of have engaged and, and we, you know, reach out to week on week. So we're definitely in the infancy of it, but we're definitely doing our best to kick things off and keep the meetings out there and, and reach out to other communities, not only the Joplin area, but we've got a lot of small communities in the area as well. So let's talk a little bit about that. What I'm, I'm not familiar with Joplin. What is the size of the town approximately? We'd be under like around 50. And then so, but the area itself, like we've got about, we're about 80 miles or about a hundred miles, I guess, or more South of Kansas city. Right. So we've got a pretty wide area we cover. We can actually dip down into Oklahoma. And then of course, as you know, right on the Arkansas lines, we've got like, they call it the, the four state area. So we've kind of got a little bit of Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, and Arkansas all mixed in. So the demographic that you're reaching out to, you got about 50,000 people right in, in Joplin itself. And then what would you say the surrounding area with those four states, kind of the, the area that you're reaching out to, what, what do you think the total population would be? You know, and I haven't ran the numbers on that community. So like we've got Carthage, Missouri. I'm trying to think through a few things right now. Pittsburgh, Kansas is 30 miles away. That's closer to 20,000. So we've got a lot of small communities that have, you know, two to 4,000 people in them. Yeah. So you probably um, a lot of those double, scattered double out. Double the size of, of the market by reaching out to those smaller communities. Yes. Very, very cool. Well, I'm a kind of a small town guy myself as well, Chris, so I can definitely relate to that. What was it that really inspired you to and your partners to start this RIA? Because it's a definitely at the beginning, it's a labor of love. There's a lot of effort, a lot of work involved. What really got you inspired to get this rolling? And especially in a serious matter like this. Yeah. So the president, Tim Weems, he he's been involved in it, you know, since it was, you know, the four or five, six guys meeting at the at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So his passion is he's a real estate investor. He's a landlord. And so 
he's got a passion for real estate. For me, I'm in the insurance industry as well. And I'm also a real estate investor. So for me, kind of dating back to when I was 20 years old, 21 years old and bought my first property, I kind of took a liking for investing on that first purchase. And it kind of went from there. So for me, it's, I like to connect with people. I love building those relationships. And then just the passion I have for the insurance and real estate industry itself. Yeah, that Um, makes a lot of sense. Cool thing about real estate is you can connect with people. You can put, you know, as you know, you can put deals together, last for a lifetime, you know, a relationship that lasts for a lifetime. So. Yeah, very well said, especially, especially in smaller tight knit communities. It's, it's a great way to expand your network and really connect with people in a much more meaningful way. Right. Yeah. So Chris, you know, some of the folks watching this or listening to this interview might be thinking, what are the big benefits or why should I get involved in a local real estate investment association or a club? What would you say to those folks? What have been the big benefits for you? Yeah, so kind of a couple of things there is the reason you should is really to plug in. So in our typical meeting, we'll have everyone there from maybe a loan officer at a bank, private money lender. You know, you've got an, an insurance agent that can that it can insure those high risk properties. A lot of times there's some pretty high risk associated with a purchase. So you've kind of got someone from every faucet of the industry in the room. Hmm. Not only that, they're open. It's really cool to see how open everyone is just to share free information. And sometimes it's not only what their successes have been, sometimes it's where they've really failed. And we had one presenter come in and actually talk about his failures. And so not only are there a lot of successes, but there can be a lot of failures. And so being able to, sometimes I learn from watching other people's failures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of confess. That's kind of the intent of the group. Helps you avoid making those mistakes yourself. Right. Yeah. All right. Now, very good. Now, I admire you guys taking on the task of starting your own RIA. What have been some of the you know, big benefits for you for getting it started? So somebody might be in a similar situation They're in a small area, small community. They don't have a local real estate investment club or a meetup or anything like that. What would you recommend to those folks about the benefits of actually taking that action and starting a, a group up themselves? Starting a group. Yeah. So, and once again, you don't necessarily have to be an investor to start a group. You can have a passion for connecting with people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, it's building, I've been building some relationships, not only on the insurance side, but I've actually put together a partnership or two on some, on some property purchases recently out of the group. And so you don't necessarily have to be a real estate investor. You could be a handyman. Mm. Know, and say, hey, you know, my my community of 6,000 people, we don't have a place for people to connect. I want to start that place for people to connect. And real estate is kind of common ground for people, you know, whether you're a handyman, an insurance agent, you know, a uh, flooring guy, a housekeeper, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have house cleaners come in. So it's, it's really a great way to connect no matter what, you know, what you bring to the table. Yeah, it's a great way to connect and start building up your business. You don't even have to be an active real estate investor as long as you're, you know, you're related in some aspect to real estate investing game. It makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm yeah. aware of a lot of a lot of realtors that have started clubs. That's an obvious one. But yeah, you're right. Why not? If you got a handyman service or you got a cleaning yeah. service, if you're dealing with real estate in your day to day, why not start a club and surround yourself by like minded individuals? Now, Chris, yeah. I got to. This is fun chatting with you at this 
infancy stage of your of your rehab because you're just getting things up and going. And you know, I've heck, I, I spoke to somebody a little while ago that their club, I believe, has been going for 40 years. It started like 1980, and they're still still going strong. But so it's fun to start with talk with somebody that's just getting it up and rolling. What would you say are the keys to success of really getting the most out of your membership in a club? Like if not you as one of the active, you know, people in the club, one of the organizers, but the members, what can they do? Not just just kind of sit back passively and learn stuff. How can they really squeeze all the juice out of that experience? I think the first thing I would tell people is bring value first. So it's so easy to walk in the room, you know, as a new guest, maybe be a little intimidated, like, oh, wow, getting into a room with full of investors. That's not really the case. There's something to give no matter what you bring into the room. So back to the handyman, you know, really coming into the room open-minded, being willing to give advice, maybe your expertise in your field and being prepared to give first. Because when you open up and start sharing, it's going to come back. So, so how would you open up and start sharing? Like if you're not, a lot of people are kind of introverted. They're not mm-hmm. just naturally geared towards that. What would you recommend for people in order to be able to you know, give first? That's a good question. So we open it up at the beginning of the meeting. We always open it up to do around the room. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that can be a little awkward, you know, like, okay, it's almost, it's almost my time. I haven't bought a deal yet. But being able to open up and being honest about that and saying, hey, I'm, I'm Jim, the handyman. I'm here today, you know, just, just in the room to listen and maybe share a little bit of your experience in your job field and what you offer. And at the same time, like I said, being willing to offer free advice. So if I'm the handyman, do a free home assessment for somebody, you know, be willing to be open to give those services away. Yeah, that'll generate a lot of goodwill. That'll generate business for sure. And mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. What about volunteering to help out in the club, in the meetings and speaking opportunities or introduction type things? What are your thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah. So recently we did a can drive for a local local charity organization. You know, a lot of folks maybe haven't been able to get up and present. You know, they don't have something they want to give a full presentation on, but they were able to come and plug in with that organization and give back. So volunteering, I mean, I could always help use help marketing. I know Tim could as well help running the meetings, you know, uh, help videoing. So we, we do video, we do some live streams mm-hmm. opportunity there. There's opportunity to check people in at the door. Yeah. And the so, nice thing is the more active you are in the club, even if you're an introvert, right? It doesn't matter. You can help check people in at the door. They see, yeah, you start those conversations, you start those relationships, you know, you're, it's actually quite often the other person starting the conversation because you're there helping, but people see that you're actively involved. They start to associate you with being a player in the local area as as far as real estate investing goes. So again, that builds up a little bit more confidence over time. And, you know, you don't have to be a speaker, but you could introduce a speaker. You could do these kind of things just to kind of dip your toe in the waters and get more comfortable doing that kind of thing. I think, I don't know about, about you, Chris, but I think the more actively involved you are in your local RIA, the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to plug in. You're going to be a little more happier with what's going on. You've got a little more control of what's going yeah. on. You're going to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who the speaker, you know, we're always looking for a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. 
being able to network with folks and bring in some guest speakers to us is, is highly beneficial too. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you guys got started at the end of the pandemic. Are you doing a combination of in-person and virtual events or what, what do your events look like? What do your meetings look like, Chris? So when we kicked it back off, we did a lot of virtual and we did virtual along with meeting in person just mm-hmm. to make we could connect with, with everyone. Like a hybrid, a hybrid back. type of event. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right now we've done more in person. We are looking at some better options to, to do more live streaming, um, but we really want people to come in and connect with us at this point into the meeting setting and really get to know them and, and shake hands. And so we've been really putting a focus on in-person meetings. We are going to probably expand into more live streaming. We'd like to do more than just once a month. You know, we do first Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. is our meeting. Mm-hmm. We really want to do more throughout the month. And so I'm I'm actually networking with some smaller communities right now, meeting with them to meet investors where they are. Okay. Yeah. Not well, just in Joplin, way. but, you know, Lamar, Nevada, Missouri, some places like that where I can meet people where they are. Yeah. Smart idea. Get the word out. Spread. Yeah. Spread the word about the whole thing. Fantastic. So, Chris, time flies when we're having fun. If people want to find out more about your RIA, where should they go? What should they do? So, yeah. So, JoplinAreaRIA.com. We're going to probably link that up to this podcast, but that's the best place to get a hold of us. My office number is 620-231-6460. I love, I love it when people call the office too, you know, kind of old school, pick up the phone. They, they'll ask me like, tell me about the RIA. I'd love to, you know, and I always make time for those folks because it's always fun connecting and, and learning their story. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Chris, thank you so much. And congratulations for getting this started in a challenging time, right? I mean, Yes. Most people are not starting local RIAs right after a pandemic. You are. So <laughs> tip my hat to you and the fact that it sounds like you're you're a going and growing concern. So congratulations. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this special spotlight episode. Now, if you're a real estate investor and you're looking to find private money partners and raise capital for your deals, then check out moneypartnerformula.com. You get a free copy of my book. You can find out how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com.